Welcome back to the podcast that rocks, weekly podcast talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Thank that, you for letting me say it that time. I was, was going to say the last two weeks, um, it was mm-hmm. a bit of a detour from uh-huh. your dad joke, and now you yeah. got it off, and hopefully Thanks. things are back to normal for you, and you're happy. I appreciate it okay. immensely. Okay. <laughs> Let it be known that I was nice oh. live on the air mm-hmm. with witnesses and everyone knows. Okay. As we start having people file in, thank you for joining in on Twitch and YouTube if you're watching this on the live stream on either video format. Thank you everyone who's listening on the podcast forums on Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google. Thank you guys very much as I really do support the or I really do appreciate the live support, I should say. It always helps to have bigger audiences for some of these episodes, and the more people we have, the better. So thank you guys again for that. Gretchen and I have been trying our best to keep up to date with news for upcoming concerts and festivals and albums and everything being announced over the past week. And it's (laughs) very difficult to keep up because so much happened. Even today, yesterday was uh, a holiday in the U.S., if you're listening from outside the United States, so it was a long weekend. Many people took off the long weekend, understandably. Well, Tuesday, all the publicists and big announcements, they decided to say, okay, we're back to work on Tuesday. We're making sure we send everything out on the same day. (laughs) Many massive tours and concerts were all announced. New music was announced for some other bands as well. We're going to try to go into as much as we can. Boy, oh boy, there's a lot. So I I respectfully say this if there's something that you want us to cover that was a big thing today we will talk about everything we can let us know in the comments right now on either stream youtube or twitch in the on the chat let us know if there's another big one just in case because uh there's no way we're gonna be able to hit everything just for sheer volume that's a lot (laughs) yes I, i and i gretchen would probably agree with that too because there's been a lot of stuff just today that popped popped up and it's not because yeah, we kept sending things back and forth to each other it was like did you see this did you yeah. see this and it's not a bad thing either it's this is don't take this as complaining this is good i'm yeah. just i'm just uh prefacing this as we may not be able to keep up with everything so thank you guys for your um patience on that as we try to go through quite a bit we'll go through one of the bigger ones right now we're just going to jump right into it because i know you guys have been waiting not Fest Roadshow is returning. This is awesome news. Along with that, Slipknot has confirmed they're stepping into the studio and working on another album. Also awesome. They used their time wisely in quarantine. So, I have to say, that's awesome. I love it. I love the fact that the new Not Fest Roadshow, like, it is a redone lineup for the mm-hmm. most part, two of the four there are two of the four bands with the same Slipknot, Code Orange. But in addition to that, Slipknot, Killswitch Engage, and Fever Three 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 and Code Orange will be the full lineup. That's huge. That's heavy. That's a yeah. lot of great stuff. That's great metal. That is something that people should travel for. I don't even remember other than the weird a day to remember one for the mm-hmm. original it was, lineup. It was under oath. Oh, okay. And honestly, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that, but I do have to say this fits much more. Kill Switch Engage, Fever 333, Code Orange. That makes a solid lineup. It just makes more sense than A Day to Remember. It does. I agree. Um, Especially with the last album. 
Um, I, let, let's wow. just, I know. Uh, I just do not see those songs going well with a crowd of people wearing Slipknot t-shirts, clapping along to Bloodsucker and You're Welcome. I'm sorry. I just, I just don't I just see want that. Them to, I just want to hear them sing uh, Degenerates. With their arms. talking about those other ones. With the arms in their air, like swaying yeah. back and forth. Yeah. I just, just want to hear them belt that out. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a day to remember tour. Yeah. I'm confident. one that makes a little bit more sense. Yes. They'll do a headlining tour again, probably. I just don't know where. I don't. I shouldn't say <laughs> where. When they'll do it. Yeah. Because they are aware of the backlash. And this is detouring kind of a bit from Not This Roadshow. A Day to Remember You're Welcome did not sell well at all. Mm-hmm. Both digital, hard copy, pre-order. Across the board, the new album did not sell well at all. Underperformed by a long shot. And you could blame a lot. And you could reasonably blame many of the problems. The long re- delay, re-recording, not getting enough information out there. Them with Fueled by Ramen, changing their style, not delivering on expectations. You name it. Yeah. There are legitimate reasons why. But you can't argue statistics. And that's what, like, if you're a Data Remember fan, I understand the frustration. I'm an A Day to Remember mm-hmm. fan too, but I did not like the album. But just keep in mind, there are many A Day to Remember fans out there that also did not buy the album. Clearly. Yeah. You can't argue that. So there's, uh, there's going to be some snob. Uh, actually, I pre-ordered the vinyl. Okay, you were one. Damn. And yeah. So <laughs> coming from someone who has that issue too, I, I don't ever often pre-order stuff. But you'll never yeah. hear me complaining about album sales for bands when, like, albums don't deliver. Yeah. So, yeah. Someone on Twitch said, not planning on going to NotFest, but super excited to see Fever 333 out there getting bigger. I am too. Yeah. Gretchen and I are both fans. We've seen them live. And they're not a show so to be missed. Fun. Not a show <laughs> to be missed. Not a yeah. show to be missed. Jason Alon Butler is like a little mini tornado running, just yep. flying around, causing damage. And it's great. So... It's great. Everyone knows I'm a big Code Orange fan. Kill Switch Engage is always fun. And then Slipknot is Slipknot. So you know what you're getting with that. So all the tour dates are on GetRock.net and NotFest.com. They're going quite a bit. They're skimming around the U.S. too. They're actually doing a pretty good loop from Mm. northern United States to the East Coast, all the way down south through the west to the west coast. Like almost like making a clockwise circle around there. So they're doing a pretty yeah. good job of covering a lot of stuff, including areas where they would not normally cover. They're doing a good job about right. that. Many uh, shows, like they looked at the map probably, like, okay, who did we cover on NotFest Roadshow last time? Okay, what mm-hmm. sh- play, what, where can we cover stuff this time? Yeah. And that's, you know what? That's fair. You can't. I can't argue that too much. Are they coming to where I am? No. Can I argue too much? Not technically, no. So, They're coming to me. They are coming to you, to Bristow, correct? Yep. Is that the amphitheater there? The nice one? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my favorite one. So. Gotcha. Your date's, on, your date's on a Wednesday, correct? I know. It's in the middle of the week, but whatever. I don't care. I'm going to do it. That makes it difficult for me too to fly <laughs> to over. fly in for. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that does make it difficult. But you know what? If there's a will, there's a way. So moving on though, uh, just again, every, all the website tour dates are on NotFest.com and GetRock.net, quote from Corey, with the world opening up, it's time to get excited about life again, to be back to life again. This tour is a long time coming, and we hope you're as excited to see it as we are to play it. Stay safe, stay sick, and we'll see you soon. 
S-I-C, like the song, he does not want you to get sick. Let's let's just clarify that right now. Yeah. Because I know someone's going to make that joke, too. So. <laughs> on Twitch, biggest issue with the album, too much respect for their surroundings. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. I won't do the foghorn, because at least it made sense. Also on YouTube, speaking as a non-Data Remember fan, I checked the album out and it still made me mad. <laughs> oh, uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why. I like that one more. <laughs> uh, so, moving on, we'll go to another tour because there's many to get through. On the flip side of Slipknot... And a wild show that'll be tons of fun to deliver is another concert tour that I don't know if it'll deliver or not. Guns N' Roses has announced a big old stadium tour. Oh, I missed that. Not only have they announced a big old stadium tour, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen will be touring with them, opening for him. Yeah. See, that I think is more, that I think is interesting. This will be his first proper tour. Right. Opening with Guns N' Roses. And you and you know you can't say he's unpracticed. He played with Van Halen for years, right? You know he already has a number one single. He's got material. His new album comes out this month in June. His self title. So you know what? Mm-hmm. He'll have a lot going. That tour starts in January, July thirty first at Hershey Park Stadium, and then okay. hits up all the baseball stadiums: Fenway Park, Wrigley Field, not St. Louis, unfortunately. Bummer again. Car, um, Bush, Bush Stadium is very weird about when they have concerts there. They'll do them, but not nearly as much because they do not interfere with Cardinals baseball because Cardinals mm-hmm. baseball gets more money and sells more seats than almost any concert. And you're probably thinking there, if you're not a baseball huh. fan, what are you talking about? People, not that many people go to random baseball games in the summer. They do in St. Louis. By a long oh. shot. Bush Stadium is one of those teams. The Cardinals are one of those teams. So, Yeah. Is it Guns N' Roses or Axel and Friends? You know, three out of five are the original members for Guns N' Roses, so I definitely say Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Axel slash Duff. That's three out of five. You know what? I call that Guns N' Roses. I think that's fair. Are Slash and Axel still actually friends, or is Slash just such a laid-back, cool guy? He's friends with everyone. I don't know, but that's just how that is. So. Again, you can find more tour dates for that on GetRock.net as well as Guns N' Roses' website and all their socials. They toured all that out. So that will be an interesting one. If they were coming closer, I would try. However, Guns N' Roses, two things. One, Guns N' Roses, extremely strict on uh, photographers. Mm -hmm. Extremely. Uh, Not just with picking who shoots, but um, approving which photos get uh, chosen and allowed to post on socials and stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Very strict. Like, there's like, like when the last time they come to, came to St. Louis, they said only six photos can get approved per shooter. Well, at least it's per shooter and not per, per like, um, show. Correct. Oof. Oof. Yeah, six, show, six photos per photographer. And number two, and I know you're going to have some, I'm going to have a lot of Guns N' Roses diehards upset about this. The last time uh, Gretchen and I saw Guns N' Roses, they oh. were awful. It was bad. Objectively awful. 
Axel wrote, I stand by this, and people that have listened to the podcast for over a year get probably sick of this comparison. Axel Rose sounded like he just smoked, chain smoked a whole pack of unfiltered and then just went on stage and coughed it up into the microphone for 45 minutes. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. Slash sounded great. Yeah. So, who knows? Bleh. Mm. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Yeah. Moving on from Guns N' Roses. Um, they say they've been working on... I'll add with this, too. They've been saying they have been working on new music. They have been writing stuff. Will we get that? Who knows? I'll leave that out in the ether. More of the... We'll see it when we believe it. Mammoth right. Wolf Gains Van Halen albums I'm more interested in. That comes out June 11th. His self-titled. He already has a few songs out there. He performed on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, so I'm more excited to see what he has up, in, up his sleeve. You know? So... Mm -hmm. That's it's something worth it's something worth talking about too for that one at least. Oh yeah. Moving on, as we go, another big tour from a big band. This is only a few dates so far, but more are coming because there are festival appearances as well. Foo Fighters announced, along with festival appearances, they've announced six tour dates and will be adding more. The 2021 tour date started at the end of July in the in the United States. They will be coming to St. Louis. I say that because I'm finally happy a show is coming to me. <laughs> I know a lot of shows are coming to St. Louis. I know I'm spoiled with that. I'm just saying, you know, it's exciting. Six tour dates starting in Cincinnati, Ohio, July 28th. And the more, the more tour dates are online on Foo Fighters' website. Um, there are more to be announced once they iron everything out after August. And they'll be playing several festivals, headlining many of them too. So they, Foo Fighters could be living on the road again. And I think that's what they want. So you know what? I think that's awesome. They're already also going to be planning, headlining Lollapalooza, Bonnaroo, and Bottle Rock. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Lollapalooza in Chicago, Bottle Rock in California. And where's Bonnaroo again? I never remember where Bonnaroo is. <laughs> Tennessee? I want to say Tennessee. I apologize. I apologize if that's not where it is. Someone please correct me if I'm wrong. So I have no idea. I've never been to Bonnaroo. So. Yeah. We will find out more information on Foo Fighters, though. They'll be able to finally perform those new songs from Medicine of Midnight, along with all the hits. If you've never seen Foo Fighters live, especially their concert, not just a festival, it's a lot of fun. They have one band open for them. This time it'll be Radke. Not Ronnie Radke. I was about to say, wait a no, minute. No, 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 no. An actual band called Radke. Okay. And they play for 30 to 45 minutes, usually about 30 minutes. And then Foo Fighters play for two and a half hours. Jeez. They play a long set. They go through everything. They give you your money's worth, and it's a lot of fun. That's so intense. Mm-hmm. They do it right. So they make sure. That's why, that's why the tour is so short. <laughs> oh, that's all of it. Well, to be fair, I mean, there's six, uh, six tour dates from July 28th to August 9th, so that's a pretty good span. They're playing almost every other day with only yeah. a couple of days to travel, like a couple extra day off here or there. So True. That's not bad. And true. yeah, and I think also someone just said it. There might be waiting to announce more dates just because the festival clauses and stuff, which does make sense. Right. So they don't want to give it. They can't give everything away yet. So we'll give an update as soon as we have more dates because six is probably not enough. Understandably yeah. for a full thing, there most likely will be more, but they were safe to announce those from July to August. So moving on. Oh, that's another one. Boston Calling in 2022. They did announce that Boston Foo Fighters and Rage Against the Machine. We'll be headlining Boston Calling in 2022, which has me excited because that confirms in my head that Foo um, Rage Against the Machine will be touring full in 2022 like they said they would. Mm -hmm. That's huge. 
that's bucket list for me. That's like top two of bands I need to shoot. So. Gotcha. And they were planning on coming to St. Louis originally on that tour. I hope they do on this tour, whatever that might be. I would travel for that one. If they were coming to D.C., if they were coming to Chicago, whatever, I would travel for that one. If I knew I could get approved. So, Because last time the tour was Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels. That's a big arena show. They were going to have it at the Enterprise Center in St. Louis where the St. Louis Blues play. So this is a big arena show. The equivalent would probably be in in D.C. where the Capitals play, in Wrigley. Right. I don't remember, or in Chicago. It wouldn't be Wrigley. I don't remember where they said Chicago, but big arenas, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's awesome. Interesting one that got announced today. And it, to be fair, the, I know they have a lot of fans. This was a big album back in the day. So make fun of it all you want. I don't really hate this band out that much outside of their live performance, which I think is bad. Three Doors Down is celebrating their 20th anniversary of The Better Life, and they will be going on The Better Life 20th anniversary tour, playing the entire album from front to back and other hits, opening, and along with them will be Seether. Seether is going to be opening for Three Doors Down on this tour. I think it's weird. I, and that is interesting. I have to say that is interesting. Because Seether broke out on the scene only a couple years after Three Doors Down as well. Mm-hmm. And have released way more albums. I guess that was just my confusion is like, when you think of Seether, you at least, I don't know if you can name more, but you just hear them Mm -hmm. more often, like hear them played more often, even if you can't name their songs because they all kind of blend together. Correct. Um, But Three Doors Down, like, you know, what is it? One or two? I know more than hits that they had. I would even say a few more than that because, like, again, though, those first two albums with Three Doors Down were that massive. They were the mainstream rock darlings, young guys. They had that many number one songs. I can't see. I just don't remember that. See, I I do remember that, and like Kryptonite was massive. Well, yeah, that's that's one Uh of the ones that like everyone knows about. Right, Loser was a big deal. When I'm, uh, hold me when I'm here, love me when I'm gone. That one from the second album was also massive. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember that one. I forgot that was them. Mm-hmm. See, that's the other thing is I probably, I potentially know more songs by them. Just don't realize it's them. Oh, um, on Twitch, we have like someone that covers all the Rage Against the Machine info news on Twitter. If I'm correct, it's the same person. He's saying they are coming to St. Louis again in May. Thank God. Oh, if they're coming <laughs> in St. Louis in May, that could co- conflict with festivals or will be really good timing wow there's mm. a there's a thin line but they're coming to chicago they're doing two stops in chicago though so you know hmm. and t-mobile center and may 18th like two days before st louis so you know what that's ah. a that's a good enough window <laughs> i have options is what i'm saying Careful. i know race against the machines a big deal for me guys sorry i had to break that down <laughs> going back to Three Doors Down, though, they're going on a massive tour starting in July in June 26 for a one isolated show, then starting on the road proper coming out of Ohio July 17th. They stay on the road covering all of the U.S. and parts of Canada until October 16th. Gotcha. Big fat <laughs> tour. They are trying to make up money. Um, if I'm correct, they're trying to work on a new album. I don't know all the details about that. I think that's still mm-hmm. kind of there. Oh, pronouns they, she. Thank you very much for correcting. Sorry about that. So, yeah, they do a good job of, like, um, correcting all or putting up all the Rage Against the Machine info online on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So they always do a good job for that. Ta-da. 
Uh, someone on Twitch just said, I do think Away From the Sun is still a decent album. The thing is, too, I really don't think they were that bad by any means. They were just kind of there, but they really did get blown up that big. Yeah. Absolutely. And someone said on YouTube, Sealer and Three Doors Down together makes sense. Gretchen kind of said, we were, Gretchen and I were kind of talking about this early, too. It's a similar energy. Yeah. You know? Blah. It's, <laughs> you're not going to go there to see a wild show on stage. Not by a long nope. shot. Seether is very stationary when they play, but they try to sound good. And if you like Seether's music, you'll get what you want. Three mm-hmm. Doors Down, I just remember when I saw Three Doors Down years ago on their comeback album in 2016, the singer was just walking around with his hand in his pockets, not even looking at the crowd. The rest of the band was just kind of standing there playing along. It's like, ugh, this is your, right. co- this is your comeback? Really? <laughs> this is your comeback? So, I don't know. And I remember Crash, uh, Crash Thompson on YouTube, for those who are not aware, he filled me in and said he saw Three Doors Down back in the day at their height. And he said, yeah, they were the exact same then, too. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> so take that yeah. for what it's worth. Yeah. There is some unfortunate news, though, if you don't want to go on that Three Doors Down tour with Seether. Seether also promoting their latest album in 2020. However, there are some select dates. They'll have other bands with them for sure. Seether is the only guest that's permanent on the tour. Some other mm-hmm. dates will have Candlebox, going back to the 90s grunge era. And some dates will have Blackberry Smoke. That's a big deal for a lot of people that love that country rock style. However, some dates have Theory of a Dead Man. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, man, I missed that one. So, wow. either come late <laughs> or I don't know. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you about that. So, oh, man. Because, sorry, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If you're listening to this podcast, you know I'm not a fan of theory. I don't hide <laughs> it. I try You're to be not a fan. I know if you like theory, go ahead and like theory. I'm not going to try to dissuade anyone. I'm just saying my own opinion on that. I try to actually be honest with what I love and what I don't love. So <laughs> someone on to someone on YouTube theory of a dead band. Oh. Their album also did not sell well in the beginning <laughs> of 2020, but for very understandable reasons. So uh, <laughs> ouch. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I just, I distinctly remember my line when I did my year-end albums, worst albums of the year list. I said, uh, in January 2020, Theory released an album, and that was the measuring stick for bad albums that year. And at the end <laughs> of the year, no album was worse. Because I would keep asking, is this album worse than what Theory did? No. So. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, whenever, it's weird when that happens in January, though. So. Yeah. And it made everyone else's worst of the year list, too, that I know. So it wasn't just me. So, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, someone on YouTube said, eh, it's still better than Traps. Well, yes. But well, take, yeah. things are. Yeah, look at, the, look at the bar, you know, that you're setting. So, yeah. Moving on. Within Temptation also announced overseas that they, since uh, touring and doing live and travel stuff over in Europe is still very much in flux, depending on country and things like that. Most bands are waiting till 2022 before they can do a full tour of everything, which is understandable. However, Within Temptation finally said they're going to jump on the virtual reality, virtual concert series, and they're calling it a show in virtual reality. The reason why they waited so long to do one is because they always fed off a live crowd, and they weren't going to be satisfied mm-hmm. doing something like this. They were not sure. 
And it took them this long to finally go, okay, if we're going to give them a virtual concert, then with them, Temptation is going to literally try to make something so mesmerizing and absolutely out of this world that it'll make something totally unique, not just a, a band playing on a stage. The Aftermath is what is going to be called a show in virtual reality. We'll be hitting up in July. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. Or July 8th uh, in Europe, July 9th in North, North and South America. I got to be honest. I feel like this one would be worth seeing because Within Temptation goes big on the theatrics when they want to in their yeah. music. And I feel like if that's what they're saying, then they absolutely would try to do something like that and go big with it. So. Mm-hmm. More information on GetRock.net for that one and also on Within Temptation's website and socials. Just to say, Sharon Dunadell, one quote, During the whole pandemic, we weren't keen on doing a live stream. The magic of seeing and hearing a band perform live combined with the energy of the crowd is something you cannot simply recreate with a live stream. So for a long time, we were clueless. One thing we knew for sure, we would not compromise on a live stream if we could offer something out of the ordinary, something jaw-dropping, intriguing, spectacular, and mythical. A lot of good adjectives and descriptions. Yeah. Well, well said. She continued, then we found it, a world that we could shape with our wildest fantasies in which we as a band could perform while still maintaining the dynamics and magic of our traditional live show. We are absolutely thrilled to invite you to Within Temptation, the aftermath. So, and this will be a post-apocalyptic themed as Within Temptation likes to do. Yes. So, I could see that being pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, someone on Twitch just said, having seen Within Temptation Live, they are really right about that. Yeah. Yep. Gretchen and I saw saw them in New York at PlayStation Theater, which unfortunately no longer exists. No, that's so sad. I liked that venue. So did I. I don't know if it got rebought out or repurposed or whatever, but I hope it just did. But yeah, it's not PlayStation anymore, and it wasn't no shows there for a while. I mean, no shows anywhere for a while. But still, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, location, you couldn't ask for better. And they had a lot of rock shows and metal shows there, too. They did a really good it job did. with that. It was so. just so good. Yeah, it was like our first experience finally going there. It was like, wow, this really did live up to it. This is nice. So. And then just kidding. Yeah, pretty much. So. Uh-huh. Moving on. A little bit of a celebration today. Actually, do I'll do that one next. A um, little bit. I will do it now that I already started. A little bit of a celebration today because Gretchen pointed this out to me. Today is the three-year anniversary of Ghost Prick Hell. It came out June 1st, 2018. So good. That was my album of the year of 2018 as well, if people remember. I, mm-hmm. com- I knew it came out in 2018 in like spring. I just didn't remember what exact day. I needed to do a TikTok about... And the little Instagram thing about fun facts about this one. So I'll do that later tonight or something. But yeah, Good. three years of Prickel. And they're still, and they had so many singles toured for <sighs> years on that one. And it was great. They did a great job. Huge festival performances. So I was very happy about that. Such a good album. Yep. And if I'm correct, Gretchen, someone introduced you to Ghost. That year, uh, yeah, it was yeah, it was Octane. That's not a person. Someone personally <laughs> told you, Gretchen, about mm-hmm. Ghost, and actually personalized and said, "Hey, Gretchen, I think you would really like this band." Oh, really? Yeah. You sure about that? One hundred percent. Oh, oh, okay. They said, well, they, "Hey, Gretchen, maybe. I have a YouTube channel and I talk about music too, and I think you would like Ghost." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did did that person do that? 
Yes, yes, we all know that you introduced me. Was it that? Was it that hard to admit it? Was it that hard to say? Thank you, Luke, for introducing me to a band. Terrible impression of me. Terrible impression of me. I do not sound like that. Thought it was spot on. No one else did. Well, there you go. Today is also the anniversary of Black Sabbath's debut album. Very interesting. I didn't see that one. I thought that was like a couple weeks ago, but I believe it. Good day. Good day in metal, then. Black Sabbath and Ghost. Two sides, two different sides, too. You know? Yeah. Very interesting. So, if you can, play a song from Ghost Prick Hell today, whether that's Rats, Dance Macabre, Which Image, Pro Memoria, Miasma, whatever you want to play. I need them. They're so good. Dance around to Miasma. That's always fun. (laughs) Always a good one. I'll say that one's fun to see live. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Air, you could do a little air saxophone to it. <laughs> Someone on YouTube. I was skeptical about Ghost before Prakel, but boy, did that album prove me wrong. Been a fan ever since. I think that was a lot of people too. Yeah. Because a lot of people just never gave Ghost a proper chance. And I get it, at least. I kind of understand that one. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you just have to learn the hard way. So, you know what? I was a fan ever since I saw them live mm-hmm. in 2013 with Avenged Sevenfold and Deftones. So I lucked out. God, they're so good live. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm confident we'll get them sooner than later. We'll get them in 2022. It's such a show. So, yeah, I'm confident about that. Moving on, for all you Rise Against fans, Rise Against released a new song, along with uh, upcoming news about their stuff. One new song, a new music video that got released today. And I have to say, this is where Rise. I give the little preview of the new album coming out, Nowhere Generation. I was forwarded to the album. I've already written the album review for it and recorded everything. I still have to edit it up. It'll be up on Patreon, hopefully tomorrow night, and then public on Thursday evening. Album comes out on Friday. I have to say, Nowhere Generation surprised me. At first, I thought this album was going to be a very stock, by the numbers, rise against, cut, paste from previous albums, especially after hearing the title track. I listened to the album. It relieved those fears. There's actually a lot of good stuff that's really nice, well-written, and they did a good job. So Rise Against fans will be very happy, and there is stuff on there for non-fans to check out, too. I think they'll like it. So that's my little mini-spoiler that I try to give all you guys when you listen to the podcast. So Spoiler alert. I know. <laughs> it's going to be a spoiler alert when I post the review on Thursday, technically, too. So, yeah. So. Rise Against, though, also having their big tour coming this summer, the Nowhere Generation Tour that starts in the summer at July. They'll be doing a decent amount of tour dates as well, also going to be a part of some big festivals, so that'll be nice for them. I've seen Rise Against live. I've shot them live. They're great. They're fun. They know what they're doing. That's always nice. I know they'll be at several festivals as well that Gretchen and I are going to try to cover. Their tour dates Mm -hmm. start in July 30th in New York go all around the East Coast to the Southeast and then swing around to the South through Texas and then West Coast. So they make the U-shape around the country. The U-shape. Yeah. Good, I was worried. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, with Rise Against, and I got to say, yeah, the album does deliver. I was very concerned. I don't want to say very concerned. I was a little concerned, though. Because when I heard the title track, I was like, okay, I've heard... This is a little, not only a little repetitive, this is really stuff they've done before. But then when I heard the album, like, okay, this is much better. This is actually has quite a bit to sink your teeth into. So, 
Yeah, the title track's probably the weakest one, but the others do really work. So you know what? That's all. I'll leave it at that. Please check out GetRock.net if you want to see webs if you want to see the tour dates going from July through August, and then they'll be making their festival appearances in September. There were generation out this Friday. I do hope people check out that album review. And also, in case you're interested, I'm doing my album drops video to catch up on albums that I missed in a month. If that video continues to do well, I'll make this a monthly thing. The four albums I reviewed on YouTube were all Patreon selections. All the patrons voted on those four. And like, I'll keep an ongoing list of all the big albums that come out, and I'll just go through them and say, okay, patrons, which one do you want me to cover? Top four win. That makes it easy. That way you guys get your voices heard. That way I'll be able to cover more stuff for you all. So, yeah. Nowhere Generation sounds like an AJR song. Yeah. Oh, you need to go to an ENT doctor. Yeah, I didn't even like the song, but man, you're, oh. you're hearing. Your tinnitus is really jarred up your hearing. Yikes. Oh. <laughs> Dang, guys. Nowhere Generation isn't that rough. Yowza. Mm-hmm. Yowza. Yeah, but new album Friday. Please do check that out. Before we get to our next little bit of what's coming up on the channel, I do want to say um, I've gotten more suggestions when asked, and it's always a crapshoot when you ask for suggestions on long videos and list videos on YouTube and on socials. Because I'd say roughly like half of them are good suggestions but just don't apply or like there's not something you can really work with. A couple of them are terrible suggestions, like so bad, why would you say that? And then a couple of them are really good. Well, I got to say on Twitter and on Twitch over streams the last week, I've gotten some pretty decent ideas. So you know what? We're going to do it. Well, the first one was a Twitter suggestion. The next long video that I'll start working on after the Rise Against album review is 10 comeback albums, 10 great comeback albums from bands. And when you Google that, like, what are the best comeback albums in rock and metal, alternative, whatever, they cover a wide, broad perspective. And then you have to sit there and think of what the options are. There's quite a few of them that do fit the bill. One of the best ones that everyone keeps saying, including the band, is Red Hot Chili Peppers' Californication. The band and other people at the time consider that a big comeback album. I think that's interesting because I never thought of it then. I was pretty young when it came out. Same with Gretchen. But at the same time, I had that album. That proved that Red Hot Chili Peppers were going to be a generational band. Kind of like Green Day. You know, they have albums that reach to different generations when they come out. Because Red Hot Chili Peppers were out since the late late 80s. They have albums. They fell Mm. a little bit by the wayside, even of their own admission. And then Californication came back out. And boom, they're back in the spotlight and everyone's loving it. And like, yeah, that's a pretty good suggestion. So that was one suggestion someone gave on Twitter and in a YouTube comment, to be fair. So you know what? I think that works. Another one that I think works pretty well. Let me pull this up again because I have my notes. I forgot to send the tweet that we're going live now. Eh, I blew it. Whatever. Okay. And the other one that I was going to say, too, for different reasons, but very understandable. Alice in Chains. The Devil Put Dinosaurs Here. Or Black Gives Way to Blue. I don't remember which one. Black Gives Way to Blue. No one ever thought Alice in Chains was coming back after Lane Staley died. And they found William Duvall, and it worked great. 
and you could say what you want about the generational division between the two for understandable reasons. But yeah, Alice in Chains were able to move on and sell well and do well on the road and have a great vocalist in William Duvall. So there's a lot more than people realize. It's, hard, it's kind of a hard question to name off the spot. Like, hey, Gretchen, what's a good comeback album? Because even if you ask me that, I'm like, uh, I'd have to think about it for a minute. I'll get back to you in 48 hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not something... Like, that's a research video, research album, research topic. Wow, my brain's all over the place ever since I looked at Twitter. Gross. Just like anyone else that looks at Twitter. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. But yeah, there's quite a few. People say Aerosmith had several comeback albums, which is true. They did. Hmm. <laughs> they, they, of their own admission... Had many. Back in Black, another one that's saying guess ACDC. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, uh -huh. you know? I mean, there's an argument for that as well. Daughters, mm -hmm. oh, absolutely, Daughters in 2018. Absolutely. You can't take what you want or you can't take what you need, whatever it was. That's definitely on the list. And that was a great noise rock album. And someone else on YouTube just said, I've seen William Duvall sing Lane Live on Lane Live, and he's amazing. Yeah, William Duvall sounds amazing live, so... No argument from me. Have you ever seen Alice in Chains live, Gretchen? Um, yes. I have okay. to think about that for a minute. Yeah, because they went on tour with um, Ailstorm. That's right. So they did. I was. I didn't see that yeah. tour, unfortunately. It was. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, I. The set was really interesting. Okay. Yeah, the set was fun. Okay. So there yeah. you go. And along with that, I keep a uh, friendly reminder, Hailstorm will be going on tour with Amy Lee and Evanescence. Then a little oh. super tour. They will be coming I'm, to St. Louis. That's nice. I'm jealous of that one. Well, I want Nodfest if you want um, Evanescence and Hailstorm. Mm -hmm. So you want to trade? Mm, that's, a, that's a hard one. Uh, it is. I agree. But you want to trade? Because we have total power, apparently, and can just switch venues, whatever like, we want. Excuse me, guys. Hey, um, I'm going to call someone up. Hey, uh, we got a problem here. We'd like to swap, if that'd be cool with you guys. Mm. Thanks. Someone also just said Immortalized by Disturbed. Gretchen, would you consider that a comeback album? Because that was the surprise album. But was it like... I don't know if it was a come. I get, I, I get. Was like, I can see a little bit of argument because I know some of the guys like from Disturbed did their own like device or whatever it was, and, right. and there was like a there was a gray period like we didn't know when Disturbed was coming back. It turns out they were just being quiet and making a new album, and they right. did that in 2015, and it blew people away. I remember that album too. I was very happily surprised with that album. I was not expecting Disturbed to put out that good of an album just out of oh, nowhere. I, I love that yeah, album. I really liked sure it too. I consider it a comeback album. I think it's just like. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not a bad suggestion, though. I will no, say that. No. Yeah. Not at all. So. But yeah, Daughters is definitely on 2018. Um, from 2018, that's definitely on the list because they were gone for many years. Mm -hmm. Came back and were winning awards and putting on best of the year list and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Iron Maiden's Brave New World. Yeah, I can get that too. All the changes with Iron Maiden over the years. Mm. And as for the final thing, we started talking about this on Twitch after someone else brought this up on uh, comment sections and things like that. On Twitch this past weekend when Christian and I were streaming, we were talking about a topic of overrated bands. 
And we got some crazy suggestions, some right on the money, some wildly out there. This mm -hmm. is for everyone pretty much who stuck around on Twitch and YouTube if you want to interact with us a little bit. Who do you think is a overrated band? And the first one that people said to me right away was Kiss. <laughs> and I don't know if I agree with that, but Gretchen, however, how do you feel? I definitely agree with that. I think okay. they're hella overrated. See, I always took Kiss on face value for what they are. A spectacle, a live show, space aliens who love rock and roll and sing about partying. I, no one is studying for the bar exam while listening to Kiss. You're not going to get smarter listening to that. But that's what it was always intended to be. When I saw them in 2017 and I got to shoot them, I remember all the moms and the ladies going crazy for Gene Simmons. And yes, it, that happened even in 2017. Someone just said overrated the Eagles in chat. Uh, hard no. Someone just said Leonard Skinnerd. That one I can get on board with. Five Finger Death Punch. And they're not really overrated. They just, like... Have a terrible attitude. Don't... Yeah, like, they're not... Like, people aren't going out there and be like, Oh my god, Five Finger Death Punch is the greatest. They're just going out there going like... I actually, I've unfortunately heard both. I have heard people say Five Finger Death Punch are the greatest. Oh, like, I mean... I I'll get what the first you... one that says. I like them. Yeah. Uh, like, I named my dog after the singer. So obviously, I like them. But I'm not going to sit there and be like, Yeah, they're the greatest. No, they're just, for me, they are a band that I listen to when I am in a specific mood. When you're talking with me. No. <laughs> when, am I, when I'm in my angry feelings. Oh, <laughs> okay. From Twitch, yep. The Beatles. I disagree with that. I'm not, I'm not going to give my thoughts on that one. Aerosmith, interesting. Journey. Are we just... Are we just listing off older bands at this point? Because I feel like that's what I'm, it is. I'm just reading off what the chats are saying. Smashing Pumpkins. Limp, I feel like we're just listing off like older Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit. I would agree with that. Dance but Gavin I think, Dance. I think there's a difference between overrated and... I don't even know how to put it. Like... Overexposed? Maybe... Because, like, the the Beatles, I would agree with just because people are always like, oh, my God, you don't like the Beatles? And it's uh. just, like, that kind of an attitude where it's, like, people are appalled when you say that the Beatles aren't in your top five. Like, something like that. Okay. It um. is, we talked about this on Twitch, too. It's weird to think the Beatles changed the world in the 60s. That's all the round they were along for. Beatles only were on for nine years. That's it. Mm -hmm. And everyone feels like it was yeah. like a lifetime band that's still around today. No, it's not. They were only around for yeah. nine years before they exploded. So. Right. A Day to Remember. Someone just said. Nirvana. Someone just said. Rolling Stones. Mm -hmm. Metallica. So there's a lot of names that people think are overrated. Black Veil Brides. Quite the spectrum of names, I should say. Quite a wide variety. Okay, is it more that they're overrated or you just don't like them? Who? No, I'm just saying oh, in, just general, in general. Like, are, these, are these people well, listing these fans off yeah, well, because they actually think they're overrated or because you just don't actually care for them? Well, generally, if you think a band is overrated, though, that probably means you don't like them in the first place. Not necessarily. Well, I can't think of an example off my head like, wow, this band is great and they're so overrated. 
I mean, you're not going to sit there and say that they're great, but I also don't think that overrated, like, needs to coexist with dislike in it. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, that's a subjective opinion. I get that, too. So, like, someone said, um, I genuinely feel that Metallica is overrated. Mm -hmm. I can almost get on board with that one, but I still like Metallica. Okay. So, like, something like that. Um, yeah, I'll be the first one to say I don't like the Beatles. Um, I mean, there are a handful of songs that I will hum. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think they're overrated just because everyone's always like, oh, my God, I love the Beatles so much. Um, but, like, the Metallica one, I do kind of think they're a little overrated, but I also really enjoy them. Coldplay and Foo Fighters know. are riding on their past good music, but I love them both. Fair. Megadeth. Every time I die. So you guys have names. It's interesting to see who people think are overrated. And I get that too, because that's all all a subjective question. You Mm -hmm. know, there are going to be right. There's not going to be technically a right or wrong answer, but it is interesting Mm -hmm. to feel that like, or interesting to see that people are going to think bands are overrated and that's fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. And someone said, you can still like something that's overrated. Exactly. Like you can, you can fully admit, be like, oh yeah, definitely. So, but they're still good. Yeah. Absolutely. So, for that, Incubus, you too. Okay. Everyone's given their Mm -hmm. thoughts now. So, if you're in the comment section on YouTube, you can let us know there. Who you think is an overrated band? Apparently, I'm a troll. I don't know how. (laughs) Oh, someone said that I'm trolling. Fair enough. Okay. (laughs) As we start to wrap up. I will work on that comeback albums video after the Rise Against album review is finished and put online. So hopefully this weekend I'll start really making progress and have that video out for you next week. It'll be an interesting one for sure. And on top of that, I got two other suggestions for long list videos. One of which being albums that were panned on release by critics like Pinkerton Mm -hmm. from Weezer. Totally panned. That's a good one. Yeah, totally panned. And people didn't respect it until much later. Mm. And then another list idea, if I can find enough sources, 10 songs where everyone gets the meaning of wrong. Hmm. Which could be another interesting list. Misheard song lyrics would be funny. Hmm. Misheard song lyrics. Yeah. Got any suggestions? Oh, everyone always gets a rocket man from Elton John. Well, I think that's also because William Shatner kind of muddied the waters when he did his thing with that. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. <laughs> there was even a commercial around that. Oh, yeah. Around, uh, that was... Misheard lyrics. Yeah. Man, oh, man. <laughs> William Shatner did not do Elton John any favors. <laughs> I know he, wasn't, I know he was, wasn't trying to do anything to Elton John either. It's just like, I don't know if that was smart. So, bleh. Bleh. So... Other than that, thank you guys very much as we start wrapping up. For those who are listening live on YouTube and Twitch, if you're Radio Dead Air fans, I will be filling in tonight on Radio Dead Air with Nash, 11.30 Eastern on RadioDeadAir.com. We'll be going over the crazy stories that happened this past week, which will probably be crazy Florida man stories, as you must ex- most likely expect. If you're interested in what that is, you can just look on YouTube, Radio Dead Air, and see the backlog of insanity that Nash has dealt with for years now. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So, 
I think that should be it. I think we covered most of the concert tour stories. I think. You think? I'm not sure of any others, at least. Thank you guys for chiming in. I saw someone say, oh, Rise Against did something. And that, like, I had Rise Against on the list, but thank you guys for catching up and, like, speaking out, though, too, just in case. I do appreciate that. <laughs> Finally, I'll leave this question up for you if you're listening to this point. You can at me at this on socials or leave a comment in the YouTube video. Wednesday is a usually an open day for me, usually on evenings. If I did a third night of streaming something on Wednesday nights on Twitch, what would you want it to be? I could do something like where I practice bass and play songs at people's request, like through Rocksmith. I could do, Gretchen had an idea of like doing classic or old album playthroughs, just like listening parties. If you guys had suggestions, let me know what you'd be interested in. No wrong answers. Some of you will have wrong answers. And just let me know what your options are, though. No wrong answers, but actually. Yeah, it's so, I, through speaking through experience... Some of you will be having wrong answers. Damn. I'm sorry. I know that's mean, but it's just how it is. Um, I learned this the hard way. We'll end with this part. Um, every now and then I'll ask questions. I, I'll ask, like, who would you want to see me collaborate with on a YouTube video or something like that? Not this most recent time, but like two years ago or something like that, I asked that question. I got the worst suggestions. Like, everyone worse than them that last. Like, oh. it got to the point where my friends were laughing at me, saying, oh, my oh. gosh, people actually want you to work with this person? I'm like, uh, uh, oh, uh. No. uh, oh, it was bad. I remember talking to a friend after that. He was laughing at me, and I was going, what in the world? Never let me do this again. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, I agree, Owen Wilson. Ugh. Wow. Right. Someone it's like, Rocksmith, not a bad idea. Listening Party's not a bad idea. Don't know if I'm going to keep doing Mass Effect just because views aren't in for it. I enjoy it fine, but if people aren't tuning in, podcast is low numbers tonight. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out, people though. People still doing a long weekend? I doubt it. They probably just hate me. Uh, no. So, probably. Other than that, Thank you guys again for tuning in live. Very appreciated when we have a live audience for this to bounce back and forth. It helps when we actually see responses and stuff and can read them. Makes it feel like more people are interacting with the podcast. It's not just me talking at Gretchen and Gretchen tolerating me eh. as, she, as she does so well. Oh. Gretchen, is there anything you would like to end with? No, I, I probably should have come up with some words of wisdom because, you know, Things are opening back up here in Virginia. We don't have any restrictions anymore. Off the top of your head, can you think of any word of wisdom that you would like to add? Um. Okay. No. <laughs> All righty. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm words of wisdom out. You know what? Today. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'll have something next week, I promise. That's fair. That's very fair. So I promise. Thank you guys again for tuning in. I will send a raid on Twitch if you want to stand by for that. Please subscribe to the main channel on YouTube, R-O-C-K-E-D, Rocks. Other than that, you can follow the socials, follow Gresham and I on TikTok as well. We're trying to build our, we're actually trying to grow on TikTok and it, shock of all shocks, it's kind of working. 
Um, let me, let's put it this way. Luke's trying to grow. I get, uh, into it for about five minutes and, and then I get annoyed with it. So Luke's trying. And it's still working, for, but it's still working. So yep. let, let's just take that for what it is. So okay. thank right. you guys again. We will see you next week. Please join us for new music night on Sunday, 7 PM Eastern. We'll have a lot of new music to play. The more people we get for that, the better. So thank you again, Gretchen. Thank you for helping me out as we fade away. Next week, we'll have a word of wisdom for you. I'll think of something. Yay.